Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to join us for this act of worship. St Bride's is famous for its ministry to journalists, and behind me here you can see our journalists' commemorative altar. We are aware, as never before, of the dangers that those in the industry face when bringing us the news, so our journalists and all who work in the media are very much in our thoughts and prayers at this time. However, we are, of course, here for all of you, journalists and everyone else. Do please leave us a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these services, uh, you'll find details of how to do so in the accompanying text. But now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting.
be with you. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Please be seated. A very warm welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this, the Feast of Pentecost, when it is also, of course, our privilege to be marking the platinum anniversary of Her Majesty the Queen. It's wonderful that you can join us online for this service. We begin with our opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. What God has prepared for those who love him, he has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything. Therefore, let us in penitence open our hearts to the Lord, who has prepared good things for those who love him. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen.
Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sin, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Will you please stand?
has at this time taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending to them the light of your Holy Spirit. Grant us, by the same Spirit, to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort, through the merits of Christ Jesus our Saviour, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were amazed and wondered, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea, and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Yea, and on my men servants and my maid servants in those days I will pour out my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs on the earth beneath blood and fire and vapour of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and manifest day. And it shall be that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we shall be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you do not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show me the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another counsellor, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Monday before last, I attended a dinner at the Army and Navy Club in Pall Mall, where the speaker was the journalist, author, and filmmaker, Robert Hardman. He was discussing his new book, just published, which is described as the definitive new biography of Her Majesty the Queen by one of Britain's leading royal authorities. You might well ask what possible scope there is for a new biography of a woman whose life has probably been more photographed, filmed, written about, reflected upon and minutely examined than just about any other human being on the planet during the past century. But Hardman was granted new and exclusive access to the Royal Archives, as well as undertaking a range of unprecedented interviews, so the end product is very well worth a read. And one of the aspects of the story and the reign of Elizabeth II that was highlighted by Hardman in his talk and also features in his book is the significance of her Christian faith to every aspect of her life. Not only is she a devout member of the Church of England, but he describes her as one of its most conscientious supreme governors since Tudor times. She revitalized the 800-year-old ceremony of the Royal Maundy, which she has turned into a national event through which 
people with a history of service to church and community are honored. And interestingly, he notes that over the years, her faith has increasingly featured in her annual Christmas broadcasts to the nation. In the 1960s and 70s, these broadcasts contained virtually no religious content at all. But over the past two decades, she has, in his words, become ever more vocal about God. In Christmas uh, 2014, the Queen described Christ, the Prince of Peace, as, and I quote, an inspiration and an anchor in her life. And the same message came across loud and clear in the BBC documentary programme that I know several of you have been watching, Elizabeth the Unseen Queen, which also features film footage and photographs that, that have never been aired before. In it, the Queen states that the three things that have made all else possible for her have been faith, family and friendship going on to say that I rely on my own faith to guide me through the good times and the bad, and that the only way she could live her life was by putting her trust in God. She added, whether we believe in God or not, most of us have a sense of the spiritual, that recognition of a deeper meaning and purpose in our lives. And I suspect that there can be few people, whether Christian or atheist, staunch royalist or committed Republican, for whom it is not apparent that she has strived to live out that faith throughout her reign. She, or her advisers, may not always have got it right. Perhaps there are things that with hindsight she might have handled differently. But we can be in absolutely no doubt that everything that she has done has been done with her sense of duty and commitment to the service of the people of this country. I cannot think of a single incident during the, the 70 years of her reign where there was even a hint of a suggestion that she acted out of self-interest, not one. One quality that I sometimes glimpse in the lives of those who truly have strived to live out their faith over a lifetime is that there is an authenticity, a coherence, and an integrity about them that at times is almost tangible. And in her case, it is there in abundance. Jesus famously said, by their fruits you shall know them. It is what people do, not what they say, that is truly re revealing of who and what they really are. And there can be few more telling images than that of the Queen sitting alone and in mourning at the funeral of her beloved husband of 73 years, dutifully abiding by the same COVID restrictions that had been imposed upon all the rest of us, and neither seeking nor expecting any special treatment or favours whatsoever. Compare and contrast that with the actions of our most senior parliamentarian, whose actions demonstrate repeatedly 
that he will say absolutely anything and that his words mean absolutely nothing. Today is the Feast of Pentecost, one of the most significant events in the Christian calendar, when we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the first disciples, empowering them, both as individuals and as a group, to embrace a completely new future in a completely new kind of way as they embark upon a life dedicated to the service of the crucified and risen Lord, a life dedicated to sharing the power of his love to all who are in need of healing and hope. That is why Pentecost is sometimes described as the birthday of the church. It is the point at which our life as a community of faith properly begins. And the power of the Holy Spirit can be experienced in many different ways and it can take many different forms. It can be dramatic and awesome, overturning our lives, shattering our illusions and disturbing our complacency. Or it can be the still small voice that speaks to the very heart of our fears and our inadequacies and brings us comfort and consolation. It is the same spirit who inspires courage in the faint-hearted and gives confidence and hope to those who are in despair. And, as a very wise Methodist minister once said to me, a man who himself embodied that same authenticity and integrity that accompanies a life dedicated to the service of God, I am firmly convinced that common sense is also a gift of the Holy Spirit. I'm absolutely sure that he was right. So often the voice that we most need to hear amidst the chaos of our complicated lives is the voice of calmness and sanity and, yes, common sense. People sometimes forget that the whole idea of jubilee is a biblical concept. In Leviticus chapter 25, the Israelites are told that they should keep a Sabbath year every seven years, and that after every seventh Sabbath year, that is, once every 50 years, the whole nation should undergo a complete economic, environmental, cultural, and com communal reset where the people and the land would be permitted to rest, slaves would be set free, and the Israelites' relationship with the land, with each other, and with God would be completely restored and renewed. A whole new start. I can't help thinking that we could probably do with one of those once more right now. Nevertheless, today we do have many reasons to rejoice. We rejoice with Her Majesty the Queen as she celebrates her Platinum Jubilee. We rejoice with thanksgiving for God's gift of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that brings life into our worship, inspires us on our journeys of faith, and blesses and guides us in our life as a community of faith. And we give thanks for the gift of one another, for, as the Queen herself has exemplified throughout her reign, unprecedented in its length, our faith is nothing without service. 
Our service means little without faith. And the love that lies at the heart of the gospel that we preach can only exist in relationship. Our relationship with God and the relationships that we share with each other. Whatever challenges, struggles or disagreements we may face in the process. Because in God's love, communicated through his Holy Spirit, all things are possible. And in that love, we are indeed richly, richly blessed. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. The response to the bidding, Lord for the years, is we give you thanks. Lord of the morning, we gather together on this special Sunday in celebration of the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. She has shown amongst us loving and faithful service and reassuring presence. Help us to follow her example of dedication and to commit our lives to you and to one another. We wish Her Majesty many years of health and happiness. We pray for your church throughout the world, for our Church of St. Bride and for Alison, our rector, and Jeff, our associate priest. For our family and friends who share in our laughter and tears, watch over those who are separated from us and keep them safe. Lord, for the years, we give you thanks. We pray for all who work in the media and those serving in our armed services who protect our freedom. For all who hold positions of responsibility and leadership, both nationally and internationally. 
Our thoughts turn to the people of Ukraine, those who have lost everything they had and who may never know closure. For the victims and their families suffering as a result of the recent shootings, May the injured and bereaved be comforted by your presence as they attempt to regain the broken threads of their lives. Lord, for the years, we give you thanks. We bring before you all who are lonely or depressed, who feel unloved and isolated, those struggling with depression and who suffer in mind or body. We pray for the homeless and for the volunteers and care workers who provide them with shelter and food. Healing God, be with all who are unwell and suffering and for whom life brings little happiness. Give peace to the anxious, courage to the fearful and rest to the weary. God of the Spirits, we remember now those we have loved who have reached the end of their earthly journey and passed through time into eternity. Their memory shines brightly as the stars that light up the darkest night. These are the lights that guide us in our daily lives, the stars we remember and cherish in our hearts. In a moment of quietness we bring before you all who are in need of our prayers, and those who have no one to pray for them. Lord, for the years, we give you thanks. Lord of the morning, we thank you for the seasons of our lives, this season of early summer, the scent of freshly cut grass, fields of red poppies scattered through fields of golden corn, colours that dance at dawn and dusk. We thank you for this earth, quiet places and stillness from which we will reach out to each other. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers for the sake of your Son, our, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? God has made us one in Christ. He has set his seal upon us and, as a pledge of what is to come, has given the Spirit to dwell in our hearts. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, that after he had ascended far above all heavens and was seated at the right hand of your Majesty, he sent forth upon the universal church your holy and life-giving spirit, that through his glorious power the joy of the everlasting gospel might go forth in all the world. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
lift our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies, 
We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table. But you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us.
Let us pray. Faithful God, who fulfilled the promises of Easter by sending us your Holy Spirit and opening to every race and nation the way of life eternal, open our lips by your Spirit that every tongue may tell of your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. The spirit of truth lead you into all truth, give you grace to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and strengthen you to proclaim the word and works of God, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Hallelujah. 